0: I mean, I wouldn't want to disrespect the Rangers, but it's a, it's a bigger job. What is?
1: To be the Bournemouth manager. Welcome to Talking Tin the podcast your name can score what on. What My
2: players were absolutely shattered out there. Uh, I mean, had a ding-dong with the enjoyed going. that ding-dong when you were well on track, and then... <laughs> we want people to stay at home to stop the spread of coronavirus. Well, what happened there
0: was... Furthermore, the Scottish Football League's only acceptable position
2: will be to place Rangers FC into the third division of the Scottish Football League from the start of this season, 2012-2013. And every one of you that has showed, as I say, a quite unbelievable support and love for our football club, and that will always continue. And with your support along the way, we will get back to where we belong. It's taken ten long, turbulent years... From the depths of despair to the peak of the Premiership. The time has come.
1: The day is here. Rangers are champions of Scotland. The immortal voice of Ian Crocker playing at us in there. Welcome back to the show, listeners. The voice of Scottish football reported there. Rangers have won the title. I am Josh, here with Jordan and Cammie. Guys, let's get your re- reactions uh, first to the big news over the, at the weekend, obviously, that Rangers have won the title. It's their first title in 10 years. Um, Celtic have, confer- have been confirmed as they, they've uh, not made 10 in a row. Jordan, as a Rangers fan, your initial reaction? Uh, oh, God. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Yeah. Um
0: we'll get into the celebrations and that but it's just it's terrible that it's no it, there's not been any fans can you imagine when it'd be like I got um after after everything that's, that's went through you saw with the intro just heard there and like it's all built up to this and um I even just I saw it was good like just watching on social media people in their own wee households doing like Rangers fans doing all sorts of things going absolutely ballistic, but it's because it's all built up to this. And it's like, I remember all the Celtic fans like, oh, can you see the Rangers coming? And the, the perfect response is like,
1: hey, can you see us now? Um, love it, man. Love it. Um, and obviously the enormity of of, this, of that title is actually almost glossed over. Some other big news coming for Scottish football this week in um, that Derek McKinnis has resigned from Aberdeen um, and the relegation battle is hot, hot, hot after a six-pointer uh, between Ross County and Kilmarnock at the weekend. We will come to all that, um, <laughs> but we'll delve straight into the, the big ones, obviously, with SPFL matters. Right, Rangers are, are the champions, guys. 88 points. They are 20 points ahead of Celtic. 32 games played. It is the earliest calendar time that a club has won the league in a hundred years. I, I, I didn't realize this. Celtic won it earlier in terms of league games. Um, in the I think it was the 1617 uh, season under Ranger uh, under just under Brendan Rodgers. Um, but that uh, this is the earliest kind of calendar. I don't know what the reason. That is, I think it must be is it something to do with the Covid fixtures or something. Oh, maybe, aye. I, uh, I don't know if the, the normal fixture calendar's been changed because of the reduced, there's been no Scottish Cup ties. Or, but it, it,
0: it feels like that that year though, that 17 18 where Celtic were. Like, I remember as a Rangers fan, I remember holding my hands up going, fucking hell, they're good. And Celtic fans, and the and majority of Celtic fans w- will be feeling the same. It's all Rangers. Um, and now, as a Celtic fan, you know, as a, someone following Celtic, you need to think, oh, right, well, we've got it all to do next season because Rangers are the, the dominant force now. Um, and it like, we've all grown up at the same kind of time. It flips, and it, it, it would always flip, like, sometimes it flips season after season. But that's what Celtics got to have in their, their minds now. I um, just think it's funny, a lot of Celtic fans, like, uh, Can I
1: believe it? In fact, even like Roy Keane, did you hear what Roy Keane said? I I watched the Roy Keane in the soonest ones. it was quite funny. Uh, it, it, was, it was banter. Tongue in cheek, guy. But... I'm tongue in cheek, But that Sky, it's all, you know, that's Sky Sports, it's all kind of spectacle on yeah. that. The, you got Roy Keane, the Celtic fan, and Graham soonest, the Rangers fan, on to, to talk about it. Um, I, I don't know, John, I would probably disagree with you on one point. Um, I think the sixteen seventeen Celtic season. Was um, so, I just think that they were so free flowing in attacking football. And I'm not saying that Rangers aren't right, but the hallmark of Celtic that season was that free flowing, free scoring, attacking football oh, um, of goals. Whereas I think the hallmark of Rangers' season this year has been the structure around defence. Um, and the fact that they have the most clean sheets in the league, I think it's twenty-four clean sheets they've got in the league this year. Nine goals conceded, right? Now they have eight, six games left to play, Cammy, um, and they would need to concede another seven goals to match the record of fewest goals conceded in a league season, um, which is incredible. Oh. Ever uh, well, well in the modern era. Sorry, I should, I should, I should state in the modern era. So post SPL nineteen, <inaudible> or whatever it was. Cami uh, Rangers have just been extraordinarily consistent defensively this year.
2: Uh they have, and they'll probably. Have, I think the sounds of that, they'll probably get that record. I'm not gonna see them dropping seven goals in the six games. I think they'll drop a couple, but it will not be enough to flop that. I think. Um, but aye, so I mean, they've been absolutely fantastic. Um, they've had the best defence all year. Um, I must have a record for clean sheets as well, because I don't even think Brendan Rogers' team kept that many. But um, it's, I, I don't know if it's, cause it's... It's weird because it's mostly the same personnel from last season. It's still Tavani, it's still Varisic, it's still Goldson, it's still McGregor. But whatever they've done tactically is just, it's just worked. I think they've looked a better unit this year. And uh, again, the second old firm game is the only time I've really seen them Troubled by anyone, like none of the you know, even Celtic in the first game got nowhere near them, so teams haven't been able to suss them out. I think that's a big part of it as well. But I think, I think it's tactical change more than anything else. But it is, it, I reckon they'll get that defensive record.
0: Callie makes a good point, see, with the, the, the same personnel and the same personnel that I remember, um, really struggling to watch Tavernier and Tavernier sorry, at the back. Definitely, yeah. um, I know, uh, still saying that for the sign like defensively, was a, a real weak spot, so teams were targeting that side. Now, we're talking about him being player of the season, albeit he's earned that by playing in such an advanced role. And you've got to credit Stephen Gerrard and the, the coaching team for that. And I've only just found out Stephen Gerrard was actually a player back in his day. It was a relative unknown, but yeah. uh, he, he partly played for a team in Liverpool in, in England. So, um, no credit to him, and he's uh, first managerial job.
1: It feel, it does feel like uh, it probably is one of the most the truly you know it really is one of the most special league titles uh, that Rangers have ever won. Um, you know that, that I think this it's only now that this era um, of two thousand twelve to two thousand thirteen when when they got relegated to the lower leagues, um, and now that, that you know they are they're, um, they've came back to win the title. Um, and about nine, uh, nine stroke, ten years that, that that this kind of era has been ca- characterised as "quote unquote" the journey, you know, mm. uh, and, and and you know the the way they went down, and it's taken many many years, and you know you've got to say the the hurt and the pain for for many many years for for Rangers fans was you know so palpable um, through. Pedro Cashina and all the the hilarious, hilarious banter years. Um, you know, th- thing, things like, you know, even even the small things like um Fran Sandaza, the, the pranky phone call. <laughs> um and I think that the real turning point was about six years ago when Dave King um and and um associates came in and mm-hmm. took over from the, the previous owners to find that the club the club was really in a state of ruins. Um, you know, I think they highlighted at the time that the actual stadium was almost a health and safety hazard. Mm-hmm. Um, and from fr- essentially from the ground up, they've, they've reconstructed the whole club. Um, people like Mark Allen, um, who's obviously away now, even to be fair to Mark Warburton, um, <laughs> you know, various managers that have, have been in there on the way um, have played a huge role in rebuilding the, the institutions of the club. And um, and and obviously with Steve J- Stephen Gerrard come in and it was a huge turning point. The recruitment has just been absolutely fantastic, and that, suppose that, that's supposed that has been this season most of all has that has been the, the the big one for me. Is the recruitment between difference between Celtic and Rangers has just been so huge this year. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the, the quality um, of player that Rangers have brought in this year compared to Celtic has just been so huge, Cammy.
2: Yeah, I mean, Celtic have actually spent money, more money this season to have, I think, in any season, notably, But the players have brought it all wrong. Like, well, I don't know. I think there's mismanagement as well, but Barkas hasn't worked. Ayeti hasn't worked. Even El Unissi, who I think, I can't mind if he was there last season. You know, watching that United game at the weekend, there was two or three chances he had to bury and he didn't take them. But that's just a few. I mean, Shane Duffy, obviously, is the kind of, Coup de Gras, the whole thing, he wasn't a summer sign, he was an October sign, he was brought in, because the previous signs hadn't done the job, so, and in turn, it's even worse than what they had already, so yeah, I mean, if you look at the guys' Rangers sign, it's been pretty much spot on, I, I can't remember what's the guy's name, Josh goes on about all the time, Ross, somebody,
1: The Wilson. Or, Ross, Ross Wilson,
2: yeah. yeah, he probably has a lot to do with that as well, Rangers, but. Rangers have spent money. I think people think people forget is Rangers have spent money every year, like well over and above. It's just in the last couple of seasons, the signings have gotten considerably better because you've got guys like Cranchar and Barton with big wages, but they weren't the right signings, whereas now they appear to
1: be more fox into it. Look at the Glenn Camara signing, for example. I, yeah, I agree, I, agree with, I agree with that to an extent, Cammie. Uh, you, you know, you know I, I don't think there's a comparison between bringing in Ryan Kent for 7 million, who will be on a huge wage, Mm-hmm. Um, and bringing in Joey Barton, who, yes, will, I agree with you, will have been on a huge wage, but he came in on a free. Mm. Um, so th- there has been an uptick in spending um, since the Gerard Kina of era. Um, but, you know. Is just- the boss are still the same.
0: I think he oh, I he's think he Fleetwood gone. or something. He's gone. No. How funny would it be? I'm not gonna bother looking it up, but how funny would it be if he was actually technically signed and he comes back <laughs> in the last two of the season? <laughs> 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 is
1: there any players any I don't know? I know Ross I know there, but is there any players like that? I'm thinking of like lone like George Still on, on Lone, uh still on Edmondson and whatever. Um God, they'll be they'll be feeling pretty foolish, won't they? George Edmondson and the Medals were they not? They played? No, oh, I mean, they'll get their medal, but, you know, they'll be, watch, you know, you be, be watching from afar. Um, so, guys, <laughs> on, on that, let's let's talk the Rangers squad. Um, okay, three three categories, right? Now, we've done this last week for the Celtic manager. Let's go three categories here, right? Your player of the year, your surprise player, and your pound-for-pound pound best player. Now, Cammie, you love boxing, you know what I mean by pound-for-pound. Pound. Jordan, yeah. do you understand what pound-for-pound pound means?
0: Is it? Are you in this context? Do you mean just like
2: value for money
1: or something? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I, so I was actually I, I thought. Do we mean the boxing term? Like
1: are we talking about their physical no, weight I, and what no.
2: they right, 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 that's fine. I,
1: I thing, it. it means in relative terms, <laughs> right? Um. Okay. Let us go player of the year first. I um, I'm going to go with an unconventional. I, I suppose a wee bit unconventional, but I'm going to go Connor Goldson. Right. Um. I just like it. Yeah. I think I read a long piece in the Athletic today um, about Connor Goldson and, and the, the kind of his his kind of comeback story is honestly phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. If you look at through the health problems that he had when he was younger, and the fact he's came back, I just think he has been an absolute rock. He's played every minute of Rangers this season this year, every single every single minute of the season. That's incredible. Um, He has just been... He's been so dominant and so... Aerially, he's he's the best player in the league. He's won... I think it's... The stat is something like 75% of his aerial jewels in the league this year. He's won. He has just been a rock and he's been the entire basis for Rangers' incredible clean sheet record this season. Albeit, behind him, he's got a man like Al McGregor who, you know, um, could pull anybody out of a hole. Um, So... Yeah, um, Connor Goldson is my uh, player of the season. And you can tell, you know, w- with the quiet stadiums this year, he's just been a phenomenal leader for them. Cami, a Rangers player of the season, player of the year for you? On,
2: um, I, I mean, I, I like your angle with Conor Goldson because I've actually picked him up on this podcast, even last season when it wasn't going up until the Hamilton incident last season. I thought he was probably one of Rangers' best players at that point. But I'd have to say uh, I'll, I'll go for the obvious because uh, it is James Taverney and I think the amount of goals he's scored this season from right back has probably been a big part of the difference in the fact that he's done his defensive duties a lot better as well. Um, he's been the complete kind of, not so much a fullback but a wing back this season. He's been absolutely tremendous. Um, and I think if you look at the stats, it's, it's hard to really disagree. I mean, I agree with Goldson because I think Goldson is probably the best centre-half in the league. Um, yeah. I've like been records record saying that before. Um, but I think when you Look, and he's got by I Goldson's mean, got a few goals as well. But Tavare, you know, to get that that return rate from that position, I know there's a lot of penalties involved, but just his overall play, especially against weaker teams this season, you know, he's just he, he's helped Rangers tear him apart. When I think in previous seasons we've seen him really struggle to break teams down. I think they've making a big part of the difference.
1: Barisic as well, but to yeah. a slightly lesser extent. Cami Tavernier, uh, apart from Odson Eduard, obviously who probably is the best striker in the league, um, mm. Tavernier leads in at goals and he also leads in assists. Nine assists yeah. in only this year, at eleven goals. So, exactly, exactly. That's, I think he's Rangers' top scorer, isn't he? Yeah, aye. aye even
2: as the head of guys like Mariolis, so I mean, there you go. That's Jordan, your Player of the Year.
0: Honestly, it is between them two, uh, Golson and, and Tav. Just I, I agree everything you said there, Joshua Golson. And I would add his distribution has, uh, if we're going to talk about surprises next, I'll maybe use something for that because he's got some uh, long passing on, he's, yeah. got, he's got vision. Um, I argue at times he doesn't need it just because um the movement uh, of our strikers. But I'm going to go with Tav. Yeah. Uh, because I think this season, the reason Rangers have won it so early is the games that Rangers convincingly won um, early on in the season, and that was sometimes all down to Tav uh, for right-back. So uh, in terms of this season, Tav, Vernier is my player season.
2: You've got to say, if Tharnier doesn't win it this season without a return rate, you- you're yeah. never gonna win it. Uh, the the problem with the player, it, the, the
1: problem with the pl- player of the year, is that a lot of the time, folk, folk, people <laughs> focus their votes in the past month or two, and you know Tavernier's been injured. So yeah, I, I know. Um, okay, guys, surprise player uh, of the season, um, Jordan. Um, your surprise player of the season, so yeah. someone, someone that you felt has performed above what you imagined. Well, is one of them anyway. I said
0: it earlier, I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's one of his biggest critics at start. Goldson, I'll just go with Goldson because he's, he's, I mean, he's, he has played every game. and It's not as if he didn't play any games uh, last season either. Um, but just in terms of he's uh, absolutely bossing that defence and starting attacks, which is new to him. He's not, He didn't do much of that last season. it he, was... He's always got the ball and he's looking for it's not just a simple pass to whoever can play football, he can play. Um I think he can play at any level, Hopefully, really, really do. Um so surprise player, Bolton.
2: Um sorry, I was just I was distracted by news coming through that Pierce Morgan quit GMP. So that's, that's, a, that's something for a completely different podcast, but just thought uh, listeners might enjoy it coming up anyway. Um, <laughs> aye, so no, um, surprise of the season. I'm going to go for, I don't know if it's a controversial one or not, I'm going to go for Kimar Roof, because I know on paper they paid a lot of money for him and he should have been as good as he has been. But I think after, you know, he had a lot of injuries at Leeds, a bit of inconsistency at the end of his time, was the reason he ended up going over to Andelect where he did, he did well over a short period of time, albeit... I just felt it was a big signing for Rangers. It could have really went either way. And I was so impressed with how quickly he actually came into it in Scotland. I thought, you know, big physical league. I thought he'd struggle. Yeah, he's, he's, he's you know quite used to having more time in the ball than he's had. And he's he's adapted to the pressure well at Rangers as well. So, I mean, it's, it's maybe, I think people might think differently. You know, with the amount of money Rangers paid for him, he should have been good. But I'm actually quite surprised he's lived up to it as comfortably as he has. Um, he's been brilliant this season.
1: Um, yeah. Okay. Um, surprise player for me. Um, one, I had a couple of names in my mind here. Um, one, one was actually John McLaughlin. Um, I, I, he's not my official answer, but I just think to be an understudy to Alan McGregor and come in and be as um, good as John McLaughlin was in the few games that he played. He's played is you know just very impressive. <laughs>
0: He's a huge part of the, the early um, yeah, part of the season. He's yeah. a huge part of...
1: My, my surprise player uh, is actually going to be Leon Balagon. Um, when when Rangers signed him, I really, you know, I, I really didn't think anything of him uh, because this is a guy that played... Um, he played a few games out, out in Germany for a few teams, Mainz and uh, Fortuna Dusseldorf. Um, but then he played, you know, a handful, you know, 20, 30, 40 maybe games in England uh, in the lower leagues and taught absolutely nothing of him and he came into Rangers on a free, I believe and he's just been absolutely fantastic he has just been an absolutely brilliant centre-back for them he's fast um, he's got great distribution, Mm. he is good with his feet, he's just been a fantastic player for them, Um, he was a really surprising one, I I, I honestly expected Leon Balagon just to be I can a bit part I kind of bit part sub for the fact that Nico Katic was going to be out for the year. So he's my surprise player of the year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, guys, pound for pound. Um, Cami. Um
2: well, I don't know because he was signed he was signed earlier on this, but pound for pound, again, I've already mentioned him, playing Camara for fifty grand. He's been absolutely fantastic. No, just for Rangers, like he was a big, he was instrumental in uh, Finland's first qualification, I think, ever to major world tournament. So, um they're going to the Euros in the back of what having Kiwi Puki did together. Uh, for Rangers, he's just, uh, he, he's consistently good every time you watch him. He's such a vital part on that midfield. And in my opinion, out the three of them, I mean, I know like you've got Arfield and Davis with years behind them, years of experience, and they're still... Delivering at a high level for Rangers, you know, in Europe and domestically, but I think look at the freedom. I think Glen Kamara is one that stands out as somebody who will, I think, go on to a very big club at some point. He looks absolutely fantastic, really industrious, and yeah, pound for pound. I mean, if you look at the, the big amounts, so you know, like Kent, for example, seven million, Kimar Roof, you've really got what you paid for with them, but Kamara, yeah, different class. Jordan, pound for pound. I don't
0: even think of Kamara there, I keep forgetting he's that's what he was worth. It's going behind, but I if I go, if I want to go, someone definitely know go Alan McGregor because he's come back um, and he's he's, uh, he's it looks he's playing like he's in his prime, you know. Um, and I don't know what age is, but like I, I don't. Uh, Steve Clark must be looking at him ahead um, of the, the Euros. Well, uh, bring him back to the diamond.
1: I'll
0: let Josh take I, the lead from that. Um, but. Alan McGregor's won 11 trophies um, for Rangers in his time. He's never cost them a penny um, in transferring these two spells. So, 12 if they win the Euro- uh, Europa League this year, but um, 11 so far, I think that's pound for pound. Uh, going all right.
1: So, Alan McGregor retired from international football, Jordan, uh, and he's indicated he's not coming out of retirement. So
0: He's indicated this season he's not coming out of retirement?
1: No, this was about a year and a half, two years ago.
0: I remember that, but I'm thinking on his font a year and a half, two years ago he was he was playing with some team in in England.
1: Anyway, right. No, he was this was while he was at Rangers. Anyway, um so yeah, okay. Um that that aside, my pound for pound uh, this, this is a bit of a weird one. I could go Glenn Camara, could go Scott Arfield, came on a free and he has been I believe that Scott Arfield has been Gerrard's most utilised midfielder. Um, I do believe that that is a fact. Uh, but my pound-for-pound uh, pound player is going to be Alfredo Morelos. Um, he cost Rangers £1 million, um, and folks seem to forget this. He's going to fetch Rangers a fortune. hes I, I honestly think that this season has been his best season at Rangers. I think his discipline's been good this year. He has been a, a linchpin in Rangers' attacking play all season, and he's been the big game player constantly time and time again. He's got 10 goals, league goals which is a decent return I don't know what it is um, overall if it's 15 or whatever um, but uh, I think that is a decent return um, he is well over 100 games played for Rangers now and I think he's got about 65-70 goals so that is an incredible return and he's going to fetch them a fortune um, so yeah Alfredo Morelos um, a spectacular season for Rangers guys Do can they kick on next year and win the league again I suppose it depends what Celtic do this summer, doesn't it? Uh, oof. it depends on that and how many
0: Rangers keep. Yeah. But it's horrible sitting here as a Scottish football fan and you're going you going to every summer. By the way, it's, for fans of the of other teams in, in the PFL Premiership, they must go through this every season. The top players will go.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah and it's a, actually it's, it's a bit interesting because um, I hadn't looked this up before the pod but I, b- I believe Kami you'll maybe fill me in on this was, was Vim Jansen's team in 97 or 98 were they no dismantled after um, a lot
2: of them a, I, I, there was a lot of movement um, but uh, it wasn't so much that people coming in and like Cherry picked the best players a lot of guys retired uh, you know, I mean, you saw it remembering Harold back. I'm sure he had a terrible injury or something that forced him out. So a lot of the guys that were involved in the stopping the 10, uh, you know, for different reasons left. But um, I um that actually did, to be fair, after that, it's a good point bringing that up because Celtic went through under Venglos and Gleish and Barnes. They had a pretty torrid two or three years, I think, between that before Martin Neal came in. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, there's, that is an opportunity. I mean, it, for me, it's all down to... First question is what happens to Gerard. You know, I think Jurgen Klopp's position at Liverpool looks, which is unbelievable. Which, which way, is un, yeah, which
1: is unbelievable. unbelievable.
2: Yeah. Was first, first Dude, I was my thought. The first one. I mean, we
1: don't we don't do English we don't do English football here, right? But a Champions League, two yep. Champions League finals. In the first league oh, in thirty years.
2: All I and- can say, all, all I can say is uh, a person known to the three of us in this podcast who supports Liverpool is having his doubts about them um, and i love like, what George little- right. said. So if he's having doubts about them, I think there is a high chance you never know what's gonna happen there. Liverpool don't finish in the top four. There might be a vacancy, and that at the moment I-, I couldn't see past Steven Gerrard taking that. Um, well, so well, that's I- the first thing. The yeah. same thing, yeah, just as you said, the players who, who can, who can, I don't think it will be a whole, I don't think it will be a fire sale, but I think they're going to struggle to turn down some big fees for the players. So it's all about that and getting the recruitment right again, and obviously Celtic's response, but we'll still see what that is at this
1: point. We will see. Um, yeah, um, and congratulations to Steven Gerrard and, and his team. Uh, it be interesting to see how things go in the Europa League uh, in the rest of the season. If they can do that unbeaten run, that would. Uh, you know, I think, be the cherry on on top of the cake for their fans. Um, Speaking of uh, cherries, um, (laughs) Dave Cormac's put a cherry on top of the Aberdeen (laughs) supporters' cake because he, after uh, talks between Dave Cormac, Aberdeen chairman and Derek McInnes, breaking news uh, just in the past um, 24 hours, um, Derek McInnes has resigned from Aberdeen, his number two Tony Dockery going with him. Eight years um, you've got to say you've got to say i don't understand this for me now, right? for me this is the weirdest one I'd, all season i've had the i've had the um view that dave Cormack's an, an absolute banger he's been <laughs> calling he's been calling it to get fa- he was calling it to get fans back to the stadium in october when we we're going right back into a spike of covid um, he has been putting pressure on Derek McKinnons all season long, despite the fact that his record with Aberdeen has been absolute, unmitigated stability, right? Aye, aye. There's a difference between success and stability. Right? No, <laughs> let's make that clear. But absolute, unmitigated stability for eight years. And I cannot believe that um, they've they, got ready and I pushed them at the door. Cami, what did you see? Because he's left. Amazed at the timing, you know. I think
2: somebody again, somebody with that kind of background, with Aberdeen surely gets to at least end the season. Like, nothing. Ah. Like, what, what's going to happen to them between now and then of the season? That <laughs> was so urgent. I mean, I, I right, the third place thing. Yeah, they're going to struggle to get it off. Hibs, I think that's clear. But Hibs aren't playing that well. He could have turned it round. The only thing I would say is it probably is. It's been a really For me, it's been a slow, sharp decline. I mean, I don't know if anybody really seriously expected them to properly challenge for Celtic or challenge, well, Rangers before, but Celtic now, uh, and close that gap because obviously the difference in money is too great. But at the same time, Aberdeen have been getting worse every year. It's just slowly but surely ebbing away. The the couple of – McInnes have been brilliant at getting the odd moment when it looks like they've got two or three games, they've got a couple of good results and things are fine again. But this recent run, they've scored, what, one goal in seven? They really, you know, they're genuinely struggling to score goal. Three goals in 10. Three goals in 10, right. Well, it's, That's you know, wild. if you can't, if you're struggling, struggling to score against teams in the bottom half with the resources they've still got. I mean, okay, not and Rangers, but plenty there. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's gotten to an idea, but the timing is still unacceptable for somebody
1: who's given them that length of service, somebody turned down Rangers by the way to, yeah. to stay there uh, yeah. Yeah. You, you've, got to say, you've got to say though Cammy and I know you're saying that they've been on a decline for ages right? Derek McInnes comes in they were 8th, right? they finished 8th mm-hmm. this season before on their Craig Brown um, after that, following 3rd, 2nd, 2nd 2nd, 2nd, 4th, 4th and by all, by all uh, accounts going to finish 4th this year yeah. um the, the, for me the problem that Derek McKinnis has right is that it's it was a constant constant rebuilding job for them he just he kept getting players sold out from under him when they would have preferred to keep you know to keep them um you know, mm-hmm. look let me bring me off some names here Kenny McLean Adam Rooney Scott Wright Ryan Jack Graham Shinney Kenny McKay, Stephen Johnny Hayes Scott McKenna yeah. um Oh, God, I nearly said Stuart Cosgrove there, there again. Sam Cosgrove. I'll figure out that. Sam, <laughs> Sam, Sam, Sam Cosgrove. Cosgrove. Um, you know, constantly, um, players going away in free agents. Niall McGinn went to career for about two minutes ah, and then, yeah. then appeared back. <laughs> nah. and then, There's another one you said there, and I remember thinking, but that's a, that's a joke. Yeah, I
0: mean, what,
1: what, was the, what was the one you said in the middle? All that. Shinny. Graham Shinny. Nah, before him. Ryan Jack, Scott I'm Wright, okay. Rooney, Kenny McLean. Kenny,
0: I, uh Renee, sorry, Adam did did he go to uh Salford.
1: Salfords? Salfords. Saltfords. Unreal. Uh, so yeah, I mean unreason. It just unreal. He just keeps losing players. He delivered them the first trophy in 30 years. And I think for me, I think that's where that where the problem has been. I think Derek McKinnis has delivered Aberdeen so many semi-finals and so many finals and so much consistency if he'd just won one more trophy at some uh-huh. point in the past 5 to 6 years yeah. i think that 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 would have you know bought him more time but i think dave mm-hmm. Cormack didn't doesn't like anyone's better in this guy this guy's a american based kind of tycoon guys. i know he's an aberdeen man but and i just don't think he gets the idea of how much security that afford mm-hmm. you know having a manager like derren is just constant stability I fold you. Jordan, favourites for the job, right? Stephen Glass, 64. Um, aside from that, more realistic names. Uh, Stephen Robinson, 41. Craig Levine, 81. <laughs> Alec McLeish, 10-1. Any names jumping out at you for the job? I Imagine that, Alex McLeish going back. Whoa. I think, it is, for McLeish. me, Alec McLeish has passed it. My box office, that. Uh...
0: Or, aye, for a team like Aberdeen that would obviously need a huge rebuild, aye, maybe, I don't know. Um, none of the names like equal, to me, equal, uh, I don't know, long-term success. Um, it, what, does the, what does the chairman want? They, they keep talking about free-flowing, okay. uh, attractive football. Um, the league get someone in that can do that, but I mean, for me, I, I'm a wee bit torn like Derek and Derek McInnes and, uh, Doc the Tony's eh? Their lifespan is about right. I would love to see more clubs do that. I'm looking at Command like mm-hmm. here, eh? I go on Alessio. Um mm-hmm. give give guys a chance, give uh, and you get stability like um like they've proven. But um as for who's next, um it because do you know what it'll look like, it totally different, I think. If we're sitting here next this time next year, I wouldn't look totally different, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, um, they will look totally different and, and we will see how that goes. I think, right, and I'm going to put myself on, on the line here, I'm going to say that this is going to be the start of a decline for Aberdeen in terms of stability and I think they're going to go backwards. Um, yeah, a new stadium um, um, I just think
2: there's
1: a lot of money going into it. I don't yeah. know, is it a case of... A lot of money going into the stadium, Cammy, and no enough going yeah. into the
2: playing squad. Well, you think if, he, if he's getting rid of McInnes, I just think that if he, he's maybe doing that with an angle to bring somebody in naturally. not saying loads of money, but maybe put a bit more into it. But if they don't do that, if it's all just about survival, then you're not going to get the same consistency without McInnes. It's as simple as that. You know, you, you, there is a danger. You could slip down the table, but it depends. It's all down to Cormac now. You know, he's, he's made this big, balls decision. It depends what he backs it up with.
1: Aye. Um, and you've got to remember it all, by the way. Derek McInnes is one of the highest paid managers in the country. Um, yeah, it was. he was. Yeah. You know, he He was. Was on an incredible contract. Um, so sure. he will be handsomely compensated. He will need to be. Um, right, Carrie. On to your favourite um, subject, uh, because the other, I suppose, the other big one uh, from this week was there was a six pointer, uh, mm-hmm. an old fashioned six pointer in Dingwall. Oh um, yes, yeah, uh, yeah. There's an old fashioned yeah. six pointer in Dingwall. And the Rugby Park boys came out for the worst. Jordan, your favourite score, line 3-2, Ross County 1. Surely (sighs) I predicted that. No, you didn't. Komarnock are are in a bad, bad way. Um, They are now bottom on 25 points, one behind Hamilton, but they've played one more. They are in bother. And looking at the league form, it is nowhere near as patchy as Hamilton's. And what I mean by that is that Hamilton have had points here and there where it yeah, yeah. just lost, 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 mm. lost. And if
0: Kelly can he go, let me tell you this if Kelly can go
1: to uh,
0: to have a ding dong and ding wall and they have Lafferty won two goals mm. and they can win the game, then Kelly are going to for me, I've said it for weeks. Um, mm. And I. I've said that again a bit Alessia. I couldn't wish it on a, a better team. <laughs> um, Ross Millen for me is not good enough on this level. Um, he's in there convincingly, uh, it's becoming more convincing that he's in there because he's ah, done. Um is he still there, Andy Millen? Ah, he's closing. He <laughs> um loads of other individual errors coming for uh, that team, especially for the back. Kelly, um like the one they 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 were going through a transition when Alessio um, took over, and so they weren't getting results, and they didn't like it, so they get rid of him. And I remember thinking, who do Kelly think they are? And mm-hmm. he having a director of football, James Fowler. It goes back to that same issue. A director of football, who do they think they are? Or football operations, whatever it is. Um, have a coach, have a manager that can, um, and just give somebody time. And if
2: they go down, they do, they do fully deserve that, I'm afraid. Um, Jordan, just a friendly reminder they were fifth when they sacked Alessio. I'd yeah, well, just, just yeah. like to bring that up. And
1: and I, know, I, mean, I would like to say, know. as well, I'm just really happy for Ross County. Um, it's, it's argu- I, I'd actually argue that, and, and I, I mean this, I, I honestly think that they would have maintained safety if they'd have kept Alec Dyer. I, 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 think, no, that yeah. told, I think that Tommy Wright was the right man to come in but I just think, see that kind of upheaval of sacking the manager and then bringing in a new gaffer. Mm. You know, Tommy Wrights, he's not got off to a great start. Um, five games he's had, three goals scored, and they've only had one point. Yeah. Um, the, only, the only improvement is he's brought in Kyle Lafferty. Yeah. Uh, that
2: aside, the performance is only getting any better.
0: Yes. Well, well, sadly proved that that's, they need more than that. Uh, he's obviously yeah. a good signing for them, but they need more than that and there's problems mm. all that, that club.
1: Uh, and their are touches plastics as well. Um, so and gonna, if, and if, if they do go down, it's going to have to. It's going to be tough for them if they go down because a lot of their squad are old. A lot of the squad will be thinking about finishing up their careers in the next you know, couple Aye. of years, right? So you have pot- the potential of a rebuilding job there, right? And they're going. They'd be going down into in a league potentially with Queen of the South, Dundee, um, you know, Wraith, uh, possibly Partick if they come up. Um, Falkirk if they come up, possibly who, who knows? But Dunfermline huge teams. Um, you know, similar in size to Kilmarnock. Let's let's no. Let's be honest here, because Killy are no as big as they'd like to think they they are. Exactly, exactly. Uh, what
0: they do have though, I will say, their defences have got a good to set up, and um, yeah, I think they to go, But they do have a good set up. Yeah. We've got a lot of players on loan, um, and they've kind of all in you know, And this Cameron, Cammy. Who, We've seen him a few times, mm-hmm. uh, and it's camera
2: now uh, is he's, he's went to that that, that, that that for me. I don't, I don't want to keep going, on, Mark cared, but what, he's went to Allah and he scored three goals straight off the bat. We played him a handful of times, he scored once, and they went, Ah, sorry,
1: son, you're not good enough. So, mm-hmm. excellent. And the, <laughs> the, the, the problem that I have, see, when I look at the Kelly squad, it just none of it feels I don't look at the Kelly squad and I think any one of the players is exciting. Do you know what I mean? You don't look mm-hmm. at you look at every squad in the. You can look at every squad in the league, and you can think, right, he's an exciting player. Ross County, who are doing there and all, um, somebody like Regan Charles Cook, you think he can make something happen. He's a good player. He's a live wire. And um, you look at Hamilton. You've got players like um, Callahan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ross Callahan got you know goal scorer engine. Even even a dolphin as well. A dolphin can play out pretty well. Sometimes yeah. at the back in the middle. Yeah. Um, you you see, you know, so many players down there that I've get. Um, I just look at the Kelly squad, and I think see if they had uh, see if they had grass pit I'm not
0: I'm not being, I'm not being funny here. Be better serious. If they had grass pitch, you'd have Chris Burke playing every week, and he's an exciting player. Yeah, um, I, well, exactly. Like yeah, I, I
2: think I think that's a large part of the problem I've, I've wondered with that for ages though, because Chris Burke was digging him out a hole the first half of the season, and since his form stopped off a bit there's no much that's what I'm, they've not got any other creative players they've got Kilty and McKenzie only turn up once every five games or so exactly. so that, that's the problem yeah. and then when you look at some of the signings in the summer what, so Clever DiCamona. did we not know he was shite did we oh, need any more examples <laughs> Danny Rogers a, a very average championship goalie the part on the starting time that it was, I mean I always thought Alex Dyer you know and can and can you you Clark. These, who signs these players They'll, they'll, they'll
1: James play. Fowler, I'd assume. Aye, exactly. I think it is. Well it's saying they signed George Oakley asking Dyer about it, didn't they? So yeah, uh, we will see, guys. They have Motherwell as their next game at home before the split. Um and then obviously they'll play their, their uh bottom the bottom half um companion teams. Um the Hamilton game is going to be a big one. If they can take three points <laughs> out of Hamilton, I think I think we can get away with this. Um, but it's going, be, it's going to be tough for them. That is going to be a big game. Um, you, you've, oh, you've seen El Plastico's before. Well, <laughs> that's going to be a big one. Um, okay, guys, that was the big news stories happening this week in Scottish football. Um, it's now time to come to wanker of the week. Right, guys, who's been a wanker this week, Cammy? Right, um, I'm, I'm digging into. Uh, this
2: is actually, I'm cheating a bit here. This was really my ankle last week, but I forgot uh, it, it left my memory. And I'm amazed that it did because it was it was quite a large one. So I think the obvious, just, just before I get into this, the obvious one this week is probably, I'm, I'm hoping one of you two cover it, but um, I think the Rangers' support definitely They have an honourable mention for efforts that span the country from Belfast to 200 people in a field in Corby to a, a, a street <laughs> march in Lark Hall. That's in obviously the George Square one we all know about, so... There's one there somewhere, but Mines is this. um, Mines is the owners of Chinese Super League champions, Jiangsu Football Club. So Jiangsu have won the big spending Chinese Super League um, and a couple of days after they did so, uh, rocked Chinese football by being dissolved. Uh, This is why they were dissolved. (laughs) So they've won the Chinese Super League and then um, it ceased operations because and they're owned by the same people as own Inter Milan, I believe. I can't remember um, Suning. Suning, I think, is the name of the group. But I think, it's a Chinese group. Mm-hmm. Um, so, owner Suning said they were closing down the club to focus on their core retail business in the country. Now, the reason I bring this up is this is a key thing in reality that's coming in. What, what? I mean, obviously, you see in England all the time these big money investors come in from sometimes Asia, sometimes it's you know America or whatever. But the reality is, they can just pull the plug when they want. And they yeah. pulled the plug on the Chinese champions because they it's no longer supporting their retail arm. It's absolutely bizarre. Like this is why you can't take this is why I think you know the Chinese league and that they put so much money into it and they're trying to get to, to grow. But that's why no one can take it seriously. I mean, that's the champions are just imagine that Rangers have won. Hey, we've we've stoked in the Oh, that's great. And then Dave King phones more, oh, sorry, boys, I need to focus on <laughs> selling some more uh, of those weird castore tracksuits. You've got to go. That's the equivalent of what this is. Absolutely bizarre and uh, an ominous sign for football everywhere. So, uh, yep, so the owners of Jong FC, for me, uh, wankers of, of well,
1: the last couple of weeks, but there you go. I'm no bad, up Cam, there. I, like that. I like that wee bit of Asian, Asian knowledge there. Just got to fact check you, though, um, Dave King's no longer at Rangers, so. Just oh wee sorry. Wee, oh yeah, yes. Apologies. Fact, apologies. We fact, fact check on that one. Uh, just for the listeners listening. Uh, because okay. we have it, we do have an independent fact checker that listens to every podcast. Um Jordan, who's been a wanker this week?
0: Sky Sports. Um okay. yeah, so Rangers join the league. We've talked about it It's the to of, of how monumental um, that is and the ripple effect that that had throughout the world. And I talk about it quite often, the, how well Scottish football is covered around the world, particularly the old firm, because they're massive, global clubs. Um, I'll read you through a few headlines, um, translated into English, of course. From France, we have Kings of Scotland. Uh, from Colombia, we have first title in Morelos' career. Understandable. Germany, um, their biggest sports magazine. The long wait is over. Um, From America, extended their world record. And he goes on to talk about even Brazil, Spain. um, Give one for Sky Sports. Um, Steven Gerrard's Rangers win SPFL Premiership, Um, and that was accompanied accompanied by all the social media posts. Congratulating Stephen Gerard's side, um, Gerard's team um, have done tremendous this season. Um, and congratulations to Stephen Gerard and Rangers Football Club. Um, not once in any of the other headlines, with Stephen Gerard mentioned. Uh, it was more the club has has uh, get back to where it's come from. Uh, and that's kind of globally globally recognised, apart from the Sky Sports, who we want to congratulate. Uh, solely Stephen Gerrard that got to me um, so wankers
1: yeah um, guys my wanker of the week uh, is wee bit lesser um, it's just a, a wee one that niggled at me um, is my wanker of the week John Collins um, on Monday's BBC Sports Sound he was on um, and he was uh, insisting in a debate with uh, Morris Ross um, that James Tavernier isn't a good defender um, I don't know how much of the Scottish Premier... Now, I would have took this, I would have took that, and I would have said I probably. I would have took that three years ago. Hmm. Um, it, James Tavernier has been the player of the season in a defence that has conceded nine goals. How I, sports I, sound is that? It, it, wait, eh? How sports sound is that? How oh, BGC sports sound, so is that? sports sound? So sports sound. So sports sound it gets crazy. It's not a good defender, though. <laughs> How is he not a good defender? He's been he's been the captain and the leader and the main right-back for a defence that's conceded nine goals all season. Uh, he, 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 he must be a good defender in some capacity. In the same week,
0: by the way, that I saw a, an article, uh, by the way, it's not in my What's Worth more, but it should be, Declan Rice, um, who <laughs> I had to Google because I thought he was a, a singer-songwriter, um, <laughs> <laughs> name, is uh, built now at £100 million. And we have our we have ex Scotland legend um talking about
1: how how Tav's not a good defender. Oh he, love that you well, win. win uh, really. I, that was So that, that that was just a wee one that got to me. Um yeah, that was that was annoying. That was my wanker this week. Okay, um it takes us to the everyone's favorite section of the show. It's time for what's worth more. For the listeners, this is the section of the show. Um, where it is up to Jordan to come up with figures from English football uh, and compare them to figures of global um, cha- global charity projects, infrastructure projects, and GDPs of sub-Saharan African countries. Jordan, what's worth more this week? Uh, this is the first week where I could have... Come up with a makeshift walk across more
0: just based on what we've have discussed so far. Um, mm. What was that thing you said? Right at the start. Can about? Uh, mm. i forget what it was, but I was going to go. I'm going to go in quickly. Change the uh, walk goes more. I uh, change the walk goes more. But anyway, I've done it now. Um, it's what's worth more now. But anyway, oh, uh, give you the, give you a a warm up one. Um, Arsenal. Dot com mm. managed a a one one draw at the weekend with White Lives Matter Burnley. Um, a player who only made the bench was former France international Alexander Lacazette. Yeah. Um, so what's worth more, Lacazette's current contract at Arsenal.com, mm-hmm. or how much the Queen brings in, which
1: without her this <laughs> country would be fucked. If right. You know. You know. Yes. If, if, yes. This is a good one. If you know, you know. Um, no, this, re- this relates to. It doesn't really affect my life. How does she affect your life? She affects Great Britain, mate. She brings in 20 million pounds. She, uh, she, she brings 20 million pounds in tourism money, right? See, yeah, yeah. she, she never she... brought that tourism money in. Yeah, yeah. This country would be fucked, mate. So, <laughs> we will say, Kami, the figure is as um, our Ranger supporting friend uh, says, the Queen brings in 20 million pounds to this economy. Without that yeah. money, this country would be fucked, mate. What do, what do you think? Is Lacazette on more than £20 million? As, what we're talking about here, Jordan, is that his wages for a year? No, nah, he's come
0: contract, so he's going to... don't want to tell you what...
2: I've know. i mean, I've got, a, I've got a rough idea of what he's on. Um, oh. So £20, 20, 20 million are the crunchy crunch fucks, and there was <laughs> thousands of people descended to tell us that in uh, the centre of Glasgow. Um, I reckon I'm going to go... I'm going Lacazette. I think Lacazette's worth more than that now and then his contract. It was it was a
1: bumper deal of about 150 grand a week he gets or something. So probably if you add that up. Um, I'm gonna go Lacazette and Okam, mainly because I don't know how accurate that £20 million a week a month, uh, £20 million a year economy queen figure. I don't know how accurate that is. Well that's
2: the thing. Has, has Jordan checked it or has Jordan just taken it as a figure from our Rangers sporting friends? Yes, I have not uh,
0: I've, I've obviously just went with the expertise of the guy from the video yeah. to
2: be fair they should know you'd think yeah, but, um, well,
0: you well, are both correct uh, Alexander this current contract is worth more than yes. uh, what the Queen brings in uh, or this country would be fucked excellent um, like I said his current contract will give him £47 million pounds, um, so bad. Which, is great, which is great that he made the bench the other night so <laughs> if he keeps his head up and keeps working hard he might make the first team Um, next up what's worth more how much Rangers get for winning the SPFL Premiership this season or how much Piers Morgan got for presenting (laughs) Good Morning Britain late change did you do this
2: before that before before that happened
0: Uh, it was well it was how much Piers Morgan gets
1: I've just changed it They got I don't know I I think I think Piers Morgan's is is on a lot by the way because he He's an asshole. So <laughs> put your I phone think, away. I no, don't know. I think big Rangers big. win the
2: league. I think it's at 3 million, 3.4 million or something like that. Um, Pierce Morgan. Big. I'd, I said it was a I, I, it's a lot of money. He's on, but I, I'd say it'd be two million. Hmm. I don't know. What do you think, Josh? Go to be. I'm just going to say Rangers. Uh, john, Jordan, john has been doing this recently. He throws in wee tricky ones that aren't obvious, so I'm going to go Rangers, oh, then, Jordan. Correct. Yes. Rangers from yes. the
0: is, is worth more slightly... Uh, by the way, spot on, can we do £2 million? Has it? Or got? Or oh,
1: got. Not anymore. I don't
0: know well, if, he, hey. uh, if you're his trade union...
1: Yeah, He's going to have to have a think about it because you know he's he's got a family to feed. Uh, you know, <laughs> yes. and, uh, two
0: net, net worth of thirteen million. Um, I checked that as well. Mm. So um, he'll there all right for a couple of months anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: On the old uh, Universal credit. Uh, next month. Next up, um, I just wanted to finish. I mean, obviously, I'm still reeling from the uh, the Betfred Cup final um, that I watched the highlights from because I've been in Premier Sports. Uh, but in searching for some content from the Scottish League Cup final, I stumbled on similar, arguably bigger news: that Adam Lallana um, oh. was, was back in the first team um, after doing really well in training for Brighton and Hovis. Um, Albion. It uh, was handed his first start of 2021. Was Lallana? Um, they lost one 0 to Leicester. Uh, what's worth more, St Johnston? football club winning the Scottish League Cup or Adam Lallana's wage uh, for, twenty. Uh, sorry, Adam Lallana's earnings in 2021 where he, he just recently got his first start?
1: I don't think there's a lot of money in the League Cup at all. I no, mean, not, not at all.
2: The... I, I think you're looking at maybe, well, three quarters of a million if you're looking. Aye, aye, if even. looking. I mean, half million. So Adam Lallana's, Lallana's earned in 2021. I try did he sign for this summer? Um no, so, 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 so is that just what Lara's earned from January to now, Jordan? This yeah, from yeah, January. Right. Okay, okay. Um oh, let me see. So how many weeks we in coming? Is that about twelve weeks we're in Yeah, the twelve weeks I think, but Lana can't even that much
1: now. He's like he's and quite he's old. Also, if, he's 000, if he's on fifty thousand pounds per week, right? Yep. Yeah. That's over half a million. Oh, it's tight! It's tight! He's
2: done this deliberately. Um, no, nah, do you know what? I think it's in over fifty. I think he's in like it'll be seventy-five grand or something. I'm going to edge it with Adam Lalana Jordan. What, Josh, Josh? You have to do that. Lalana. La. Adam Lalana for come on Lallana. three for three. It's about time. la, la,
0: la, 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 la. Um, as you, you're absolutely spot on. Um, yes. Adam Lalana is worth Adam Lalana in 2021, having played one game, is worth more than in St Johnstone Football Club winning the Scottish League Cup. Um and miraculous circumstances uh, the League Cup would get you £300,000 oh pounds. Jesus Jesus and a bag oh, of balls. what's uh, Lallana on a, on a week? Uh, Lallana is on £90,000 <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh dear and I right thought three, oh dear, that's
1: bad oh Jesus, that's in so in three, in three weeks in three and a half weeks he's made what St John's have made winning the first League Cup of the history yes yes Oh wow! What's worth more? Oh, brilliant! What's worth more? Thank you for that, Jordan. That was what's worth more this week. Um, okay, guys, that takes us to our final section of the show. It's time for what's um no, what's worth more? It's um, it's <laughs> for scores on the doors. Yep. Right, guys, scores on the doors this week. Can't you to of a stormer this week uh, with a correct vote of three 0 versus uh, Rangers versus Saint Martin. and oh. you only you only got one um, one. Result wrong, um, which was St. John's you predicted two 0 uh, Hibs. Jordan, you the howler, you predicted Ross County would win, but you got every other one wrong. Um, so these I got four right. So uh, the scores and the doors this week we are seven one four, um, which means Jordan that you slipped behind me even further. Um, so it's now one one three to Cammy, um, Jordan eighty nine, myself ninety six. Still, still time for me to catch Cammy, All, albeit I'm I'm thinking it's probably um narrower. Um guys, this weekend's actually a weird one. There's no football on this weekend, really. Um, because this week, um, how do we look? It's actually a week, I think it's a week pinpointed for makeup games. Um, because Livingston are playing Hamilton from a round 29 match that get postponed. In Ross County are playing Hibs from around 25 match that gets postponed. There's no other football one, there's only two games being played in the top flight. The other games are being played in the championship. Um, let's go to Livingston versus Hamilton first. Can we, what's the score going to be there? Um, I'll just I'm gonna go for one each. I think Livingston have got
2: to stop the rot eventually, like they're not as bad as their previous results have been. Hamilton, I just think Hamilton will just keep tripping away. That's what they're doing at the moment, you know, good result I've been last week. I think they can follow up with a lot of decent result at Levy. Okay, one one. Jordan.
1: Pains me okay, to say it, but Livingston 1-0. Okay, 1-0. I'm gonna say 1-0 Hamilton. Um I just oh, think really that, it. I, just, I just think that honestly, I think I think the Levy bubbles burst. I've watched them a mm. bit over the past few weeks and I just don't see them as good. I just don't think they're as good as they were before I think it I might. I probably could be wrong on this but I think it was a. I think it was a, a bubble so to speak and, and I just yeah I don't think I, th- I think Hamilton will go out and they'll win 1-0 and it'll be a huge win for them Ross County are at home to Hibernian Um Ross County hammered them in that fixture did not I think um,
2: no they didn't sorry they won at Easter Road um I I think Ross County will win again. I think it'll be. I think Hibs are a bit really hit and miss at the moment. I'll go 2-1, Ross County. Well,
1: that's what I was going for as well.
2: I, I'm I, going I to be
0: thought... making up some points in this leaderboard uh, because I'm going to go Hibs. Uh, I'm going to go Hibs 2-0. 2-0? Why do you like 2-0, Hibs? Because Hibs have been on a, a, a wee downward spiral. I, I think they need to, they'll they maybe be buoyed by McInnes going. And also, <laughs> I th- honestly, I think um, I-, I think they play well against Ross County. I think they beat them.
2: Um, they beat them in every game this season. So. Josh, just, just a quick question here because I've got I've got the football news on in the background. Does Brandon the Doug Barker play for Oxford United now? He's a Rangers player, but he's no. on loan, isn't
1: he? Is he? No, I don't think he's on loan
2: there. I just, uh, is it just? it just another Brandon Barker? Because I thought it's but. I wonder if they call him the dog the just scored. Cammy, really if you're looking for you're on the wrong podcast. But...
1: Oh, he does. He does. Cammy. Oh, yeah, that's good. I, just, just, got, what I was just imagining that there. Cammy, I've got to say that one slipped my in the transfer window. I never... Yes, Brandon, the, the dog, the dog barker. That's uh, they, I I think that they, they must have put him out on loan because they were playing that, um, they're playing that every time uh, came a roof scores. They're playing that um what's that song called? Um, the Roof Is On Fire. Um, and, and if, you know, with Brandon the Doug Barker score and they were playing that Who Let The Dogs Out and, and with two players, with two <laughs> cheesy, cheesy 90s pop tracks would just be a bit much. So I think they've just had to uh, get rid of uh, Brandon and Doug Barker. Um, and obviously, obviously it wasn't playing that well because there was no fans at the side of the stadium going woof, going woof, woof. Woof, woof. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Bell up, it and <laughs> all. Jimmy Bell up, it and all. Okay, guys, that takes us to the end of the show. Um, a spectacular, incredible week of Scottish football. The first team not to win, the, the, the first team to win the title that wasn't Celtic in nine years. Spectacular. Um, b- badly needed, but what was what's more badly needed is someone outwith the old firm to win the league. Like, Oh, magic. I think we're, I think we're yeah. all in agreement with that so I, I, I yes, it. yes okay. it's great that someone other than Celtic has won the league but it's just Rangers again you know? Aberdeen That's have had opportunities Aberdeen have enough. had opportunities to win trophies aye, but I think
0: they've had opportunities to actually chase Celtic all the way to the, to the league and I know they, they did come really close one year but no, close enough um, but aye, good that um, we're back to having <laughs> two old firm clubs instead of just one old firm club
1: yeah, and we need and and, and and crucially, Jordan, two Champions League slots now. Both both teams, both well both teams qualify for the playoffs. We've got to hope, got to hope that both Celtic and Rangers can get into the Champions League group stages. Because this thing that UEFA have got with this third tier tournament is not gonna fly. Um,
0: I'm going to be honest. I've not watched. I've not really sat down and watched a Champions League game in a number of years, and I can't wait to get back to actually doing it. And I will do it. Rangers and Celtic, I mm,
1: yeah, I would. Um, and do you know actually Cammy? How what I thought. That says by the way. See, come the next. If Celtic and Rangers are both in Champions League next season, if they are right, it's going to be tough for them. Mm. Tougher for Celtic because they've got more rounds. Um. I think Rangers are seated in the first round, but, you know, both clubs are certainly big enough to do it. They've got the resources to do it, right? If they can both do it, imagine this, watching the teams play in the Champions League midweek in a pub. Aye, that's fantastic. Um, It'll be...
2: Yeah, it'll be be huge for Scottish football to get the two of them into it. I, I don't even think... I'm struggling to remember times even, like, when Rangers... And Zelda were both very good in the two thousands. when that happened, we're both of them uh, I, getting it at the same I time. I remember but, it once, but uh, that's right, a, it's, uh, a unique, it's a unique, a opportunity. Uh, long overdue, but yeah, to watch on a pub would also be fantastic. And obviously, what I'm more excited about next season is the potential of um, 4 Ayrshire derbies on a level footing for the first time, and that will be a horrifying reality check for some people. So, can't wait for that.
1: <laughs> okay um, that takes us to end the show listeners we are on twitter at Talking Tinpot. Uh, we are also on all major podcast outlets Spotify, Apple um, if you give us a like, share and subscribe on those um, on those platforms uh, it helps us grow our listener base if you also give us a review so um we'd appreciate that and um guys at the end of the show i suppose there is not a whole lot more to say um but cheer up cheer up derrick (laughs) mckinnis